Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. You draft the kid who's got it. You don't bottle it. Unleash the it. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It'll be a throw from Berrios to Zach Wilson for the touchdown. Double dog. He missed it. Double dog. Double dog. Unfortunately, and we lost the game. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion Chris Long. Coming up, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Getting ready for Monday night football tonight between the 49ers and the Rams. I'll be at the Westwood One Mike for the pregame and halftime of that one. Uh, our chats from last week's show, Matthew Stafford and George Kittle, they'll be my guests tonight on Westwood One, the week five finale. Uh, and uh, Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated joining us at the top of hour number three on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. And let's start with uh, the way that week five began, Albert, uh, with uh, week four. Uh, pardon me. It's the week four finale getting us into week five. Uh, let's start, uh, Albert, uh, to our conversation with uh, the way that week four began with Tua Tungo-Vailoa being hospitalized and then comes home with the team. And now today we find out he is out for next week's game uh, against the New York Jets, despite you know watching MacGruber on the flight home, I, I can't make heads or tails about all this. What is the latest on all of this, Albert? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I think it's a big period of time for the NFL because I think you know last last week was I think a real flashpoint. Um, you know, when it comes to their handling of concussions, and I, I may be wrong about this, first, but I tried to pay pretty close attention to it. Can you think of, like, one player yesterday who was evaluated for a head injury who went back into a game? I do believe it was Justin Reed last night, Albert. I think he was the only one who was evaluated for a concussion and then did return. And I think I know where you're going, that that basically anybody who is concussed, that's going to be a wrap for the day, you know, or or suspected of it, you know? Yeah, and and, and so here's here's the root of that. Um, And I think that this is – where you might see a sea change um, and, and the way these things are handled. And this is what they've been discussing the last few days. And this is where I think the biggest change in the protocol is going to come. There's a line in the concussion protocol that references gross motor instability. That's what we all witnessed from Tua um, on the field, the Miami Buffalo game. When um, he you know, gets slammed to the turf by Matt Milano, his head snaps back, he gets up and he stumbles. Um, that's the gross motor instability. So really like to come out of that, there, there were two things. Number one, you know, I think a lot of people have the wrong idea about what concussion testing is. They can't put a player in a tube and push a button right. and have it tell them this is a concussion or this is not a concussion. It's still very subjective. So, you know, in game, what they're looking for is symptoms. So I think the first question coming out of all of that was, we all saw what happened on the field. Why wasn't that a symptom? Why wasn't that counted the same way, say, like a guy not knowing what city he's in would be counted as a symptom, Right. So that's number one. And then number two, you know, when you get to the point you, where you say, okay, it is a symptom, well, it is. It's gross motor instability. And there's a line in the concussion protocol, previous to, to the last few days anyway, where it said, you know, the team doctor would evaluate gross motor instability and determine whether or not um, it was the result of a neurological event. And if it wasn't, if they determined it wasn't, then they could send it back in the game, which is the loophole that sent Tua back into the game after um, we all saw what ha- happened, um, you know, after he took the hit from Milano. 
And so, you know, from that, there are other natural questions. How do you know it wasn't a neurological event that caused it? Um, you know, why is the team doctor taking the lead here when the independent neurologist is taking the lead in so many other areas when it comes to this? So, um, you know, I think one thing we know at this point is that loophole is going to be closed. Well, the, you know, the, the rework in the... Well, the thing is that the independent neurologist wound up getting fired from this after he was right. spoken to on Friday, which is after Tua played. So right. what happened there where the Players Association said, we spoke to the independent neurologist and determined that, A, he didn't understand what his job was, and B, was apparently he was hostile in the conversation, according yeah. to the PA. What was that when, about? When I talked to some people with the union, uh, the, the sense I got was they felt like, and, and that hostility I think was reflected here, they felt like he was trying to prove to them that he went through a checklist to put Tua back on the field. And they felt like the doctor in question here was going through this checklist and not really making his first priority the care of the player, which is supposed to be what the situation that that's that that that's in there. That's what the team doctor and independent neurologist's first priority is supposed to be is the care of the player. Um, the union felt like he was going through a checklist in order to get Tua back out on the field. So that was why that part of it happened. And I think. That's why, you know, having seen that now and having examined that now, that's why, um, you know, they're going to take this approach that neurologists have always, um, you know, that, that, that the neuro- neurologists have, have long advocated when it comes to this, which is when in doubt, sit them out. You know, so if there is any gross motor instability, instead of trying to determine whether it's the result of the head injury or something else, if it, you know, it's sort of, I guess the way you put it, Rich, is like if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, mm. just assume it's a duck. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's where they're at with that. And, um, and yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think it's the, the larger discussion here, of course, is, um, you know, like the, the role that the doctors, independent and team doctors play in, in all of this, because, you know, I think it's become pretty clear over the years just because of the nature of the game and, that the contracts are not guaranteed and all of that, how how tenuous most players, like 95% of players' spots in the league are. Um, you know, players really in these situations often can't be trusted to take care of themselves. So, you know, how far um, is it, how, how, to what degree is it on the team doctor and the independent neurologist to protect the player when he won't protect himself? So here's the question I have, Albert. You may not have the answer to it, and uh, I, I totally get it, but if it sparks a conversation, uh, I did promise the, the viewers and listeners of this show that I wouldn't, yeah. just, I wouldn't just lose this conversation in the, in the aftermath of actual game results and hot seats and things of that yeah. nature. But So if Tua was deemed, in the Players Association mind, to have been let down by the independent neurologist, right, on Sunday. Yep. And the loophole that might have been there was uh, driven through by uh, by the independent neurologist and the team doctor that let him out on the field. And then we saw what happened on Thursday night and that there was enough of a question by the Players Association to uh, demand an inquiry into all of this stuff. Why was Tua allowed to play on Thursday night before the independent neurologist was even interviewed and that this this. Um, uh, investigation wasn't concluded. How, how how is that not a rule? Like if there you know, is a how how does he let how is he let back on the field before they even spoke to the independent neurologist? It's a Albert. great question. I you know I'll be honest with you, Rich. That's an awesome question. I hadn't even thought of. You know, and um, you know, I the, the the interesting part about it is you know we've there's real nuance in the way they're talking about this too. 
Um, you know, like the, the league has maintained that, well, they checked in with Tua every day, right? right? Sure. But he, wasn't, but he wasn't in the concussion protocol. And if you look at the timeline and the history of these things, it's almost impossible for a player to clear the concussion protocol if he goes in it after a game on Sunday and has to play again on Thursday. It's really, really difficult for a player to get there. Mm-hmm. So had Tua, had they just simply put Tua in the concussion protocol after the game on Sunday, then and, and, and the reason they didn't do that, I think a lot of people would say, is because they were covering their own ass because they didn't want it to look like he had a concussion when they cleared him to go back in the game. But um, if he had been in the concussion protocol, uh, it would have been very, very difficult for him to jump through all the hoops to play on Thursday, which ultimately may have saved him from, I think, what we all think was a horrifying situation in the second quarter of that game. So um, there are a ton of questions here. And, you know, I – if there's any silver lining, it's that we're asking these questions, right? You know, because hopefully mm. that helps us get to better answers. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated here on the Rich Eisen Show. Is it Kenny Pickett's gig now in Pittsburgh? What do you think? I would think so. I mean, you know, Mike Tomlin's so aware of everything that goes into all of these things. And, um, you know, I, 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 I think there were points against Pittsburgh. When Pittsburgh was playing New England, there were points when Pittsburgh was playing Cleveland when I think we were all thinking it. Right, like when we were all thinking, okay, is that point coming where he's going to pull Mitch out of there and he's going to put Kenny Pickett in? And I think one of the reasons that Mike Tomlin didn't was because I think he knew once he once he pulled that lever, it was going to be really really difficult to go back. Um, you know, once you go to the rookie quarterback, um, it's uh, like you almost never go back. And, and we we've, we've seen in the past what's happened when teams have tried to go back. Like how much did it mess with Tua Tungavaloa's? development the yo-yoing you know a couple of years ago when brian flores did that with him so i I think tomlin's very aware that you know when you pull that lever it's going to be difficult to go back and i think that's why he was patient through the first three weeks even as his offense struggled and i do think a big part of this rich is you know selling this to your locker room that's another thing that i know mike's very cognizant of and um you know as as well as kenny played in the preseason games pickett's got kind of a reputation for a guy who doesn't like blow it up in practice doesn't look great in practice you know and so i think you know over the course of training camp and the preseason while kenny pickett played really well in the games trubisky was the better player in practice and so you know i think it was sort of going to be a process to get to the point where you know the 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 locker room will be fully behind kenny pickett as the best option for the team and um you know now it feels like they're probably there and again like i just I, I can't imagine you go back to Mitch at this point. The main reason, one of the main reasons why is, you know, the minute you put Mitch back in, he's on notice right away. You know what I mean? Like, so um, as long as he's in the lineup now, you're playing that game for the rest of the year. So I'd imagine it's going to be Kenny Pickett's show. And if the Steelers are lucky, uh, if it is Pickett's show, he plays as well as Cooper Rush is playing in Dallas. The uh, yep. owner said, uh, I invite you, Cooper Rush, to create a quarterback controversy. Has he done so? In your estimation? Well, right Jerry now? Jones, as, as both you and I know, Jerry Jones says lots of things. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I know. Um, yeah, I, I, it, I mean, Dak's going back in. Uh, and I think Cooper Rush has done a fantastic job. And Cooper Rush, I mean, Cooper Rush has basically maybe earned like a Josh McCown career for himself, right? Like, Cooper Rush has probably earned himself 10 more years in the league and, and maybe 30 or $40 million, which is awesome, you know? And God bless America. He's probably not going to take very many hits, and he's going to be a very wealthy man when he walks away from the NFL a, 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 a long time from now. But um, 
but yeah, I mean, they've invested so much in Dak and, um, you know, I think a lot of like the first month of the season for them, and I give Mike McCarthy a lot of credit. People haven't given him credit, but you got to give him credit for this. To be able to manage some of the health issues they've had on offense where, you know, they they lost Tyron Smith and they had to get a rookie ready to play at left tackle. And um, they were without Michael Gallup and James Washington to start the year. And, um, you know, all of these different things, they, they really just, they had to find a way to tread water on offense. And, you know, I, I think sort of remake the team where the defense is going to win games for them. And I think effectively through the first month of the season, they've been do, they, they've been able to do it, which I think Mike McCarthy deserves great credit for. Cooper Rush obviously deserves credit too, but but this is Dak Prescott's team. Dak's going to be a starter when he's ready to go this week. Is he ready to go this week? Do you think? This I starts? think he probably will be, but you know, so much of that comes down to his grip and feel and all that stuff. And I and I don't think it's like like a lot of injuries are a pain tolerance thing, Rich. I think this is more a functionality thing. Like it's getting him out there and and, and seeing what he looks like, gripping the ball, throwing the ball. Um, Kenny function. The good news is, though, I mean, if you think about it, they don't have to rush anything now, you know, because because Cooper Rush has shown he can do the job. So if if they feel like any, this is where it does make a difference. Like if they if they feel like they they have any you know sort of doubt that that the Dak's ready to go out and function as a starting quarterback. Um, you know, Rush certainly gives them a really good option to to, to, to be patient and take their time. Albert Breer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, is Baker Mayfield at a crossroads? Right now, what's uh, Sam Darnold's readiness? Matt Rule was asked about the college coaching job opportunities today. It yeah. seems like Carolina's first up on hot seat crossroads situation this year. Sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things to watch in Carolina. And, you know, the awkward part about it, Rich, um, is the timelines don't really match up, you know, with college and pros anymore where, um, you know, like if you look at like when um, USC and – um, LSU hired Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley away last year, and then um, Notre Dame and LS, Notre Dame and, and, and Oklahoma replaced those guys. I believe that was like the end of November, beginning of December, and you know the the gap because the college hiring cycle has moved up, and the NFL season's moved back a week now with the 18th with the 18th week and the 17th game. Um, you know, if you're a, a, a coach in the position Matt Rule is, where you're on the hot seat from an NFL perspective, and you're going to be a hot commodity from a college perspective, those timelines don't really match up. So, you know, where this could get really, really awkward and weird is if the Panthers don't turn it around. And I'm not saying they aren't going to turn it around, but if the Panthers don't turn it around and you get to Thanksgiving and the Panthers are completely out of the race, and now Nebraska and Colorado and and Arizona State, Wisconsin want to talk to, to Matt Rule. That's where I think this thing could get really awkward. If the Panthers win, maybe it won't be. If the Panthers pull the plug early, it wouldn't be, obviously. But this could get awfully awkward. And, you know, for Baker, obviously, there's a lot on the line now. Um, you know, Because eventually there will come the point when Sam Darnold is ready to get back out there. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how much trust there is in Sam Darnold in that, in that building after what happened last year. But um, we've all seen this in the past where desperate times can – call for desperate measures where, you know, coaches, staff are willing to just throw stuff against the wall to try to see what works. Where's the next benching for quarterbacks? Uh, I'm looking around and I'm wondering, could Washington be one of them? Uh, I'm wondering, you know, is there a hot seat for Rivera in Washington? Heaven forbid. I love that guy. But right now, I mean, Tennessee is now coming to town. Um, There's a Thursday night short week game at Chicago that reeks of 
you know, uh, the Bears running Wentz into the ground as well. It just doesn't seem to be working right now in yeah. Washington. What do you I think? I mean, it's just – I mean, I – I would say the arrow's pointing in the wrong direction um, right now. And, and, you know, the quarterback rating's steadily gone down week to week. Um, you know, I think even, like, the coaches, you know, publicly saying a lot of the sacks are on Carson, you know. And they are. When you start, when you, and when you start to see it, when you start to hear the coaches talking that way, yeah, wow. you know, it is, a, it, is, it is very literally a kick in the ass. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you need to do a better job. And um, so, you know, I, I, I just – you hate to use the word broken, um, Rich, but, I mean, he had a pretty good situation in Indianapolis last year where the coach really wanted to make it work with him. and The Colts had all kinds of um, motivation to try to see what they could do to make it work with, um, with, with, with Carson Wentz. And he was playing with the, the NFL rushing champion behind him. So there wasn't the world on his shoulders, and it still collapsed down the stretch. And, you know, now I think, you know, you're seeing like Ron Rivera really, really wanted to put his trust in the guy. I, you know, I just, it's hard, it's hard for me to see right now where he finishes the season as a starter, especially because they've got a kid behind him and Sam Howell, who they actually really like. And, you know, if the staff does make it to 2023, and because of all that Ron's been forced to put up with as the head coach, that organization, I would hope that they would give him that amount of rope where, you know, he gets one more year to show that he can turn it around. Um, I would think that maybe they want, they'd want to see what they have in Sam Howell before they make a decision on what to do at quarterback in 2023. Yeah, I know. How about that, Albert Breer? Uh, last one for you, Albert, before I send you on into the day. Is there going to be an investigation uh, into Detroit for providing a cart so somebody can go to the bathroom? Is there going to be an investigation? In there? <laughs> I've needed a cart at points in the past. Okay, Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> no, I hear you. I, you know what, Albert? Do you have a golf cart to get you, get you to the bathroom at the Eisen compound? No, we don't have that. Don't have that. In all honesty, though, Albert, that was just a, uh, a trick uh, I'm playing on oh, you because this has been such a lops- it's been such a lopsided conversation that this is a great segment. And I know you're used to calling fake punts up 40. So that was just a trick. That was just a trick for you. Hey, right there. hey, hey, hey. We, Great we, job, we, man. We, way, know, to, way to Rich, pull out Rich, that Rich, fake punt Rich, on Rutgers Rich, up 40, Albert. Way to go, Rich, man. Rich, way to go. You know, we just got competitive kids who can get caught up in the moment. Okay. Even our punter, even our punter is super competitive, you know. So okay. I, I know Ryan, uh, Ryan talked to the kid afterwards. Oh, he did. There okay. were no hard feelings, but okay. just a pretty competitive team getting after it. You know what I mean? You only get 12 of those in the fall. So, okay. uh, well, I mean, we might get 15 this year. We'll see what happens. I, I Actually, I missed it because I was, I was watching the main game on Fox and I didn't see it. <laughs> so I was, you know, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. How many games have you guys had under the lights on ABC? Any of those? Any of those I, don't, I don't know. Maybe at some point. I don't know. But don't worry. <laughs> Ohio State will get on Fox when you play us. Don't worry. We'll, we'll save a space for you in November. I, check, check, the, check the TV ratings over the years. I think you'll see who the real thing <sighs> Oh, it's going to be great. November's just uh, going to be dynamite. Either way, one of us is going to go down. and uh, One of us is going to be miserable at the end of November. Uh, no and neither of you will win the national championship. So what no, are we talking Mr. about? Mr. 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 My better half is an SEC person. Look at him. All of a sudden, Syracuse is 5-0. and He's Dino Babers' favorite kid now. Over there. Well, hey, I, I promise I'll come visit the studio oh, um, when I'm in Inglewood in January. Okay, okay. Chris, fantastic. You got that? 
<laughs> Fantastic. Delta, I have tickets Delta for sale. Got I was going to say. He's got tickets for if January 9th. Tickets. January 9th. They're lower VIP. It'll be great. Wow. Albert, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. You be well, brother. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a, good, have a great got, week. Same to you. I follow Albert yeah, Breer on Twitter. You should as well. <laughs> you should as well. All right. Um, I've got uh, a couple of things I want to say about the, the tour story. Let's take a break. Overreaction Monday as well. When we come back, a move of your phone calls at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed When you open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to do your own thing and be your own boss and steer your own success and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit that open road and take on any goal you set to help you follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences off your bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play out your dreams, no matter how far off the beaten path they're going to take you. And with 16 body types, your choice of a gas or diesel engine, and thousands of ways to customize, a Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Tua Tungo-Vailoa is out for this week's game against the Jets. Six days in advance, they make that announcement. Good. Okay. And four days after he scared the ever-loving daylights out of anybody that was in Cincinnati and anybody who was streaming that game and watching it on Prime Video. And the question I still have is why was he allowed to play in that game? Because call me naive. Call me naive. 
I wanted to take the Dolphins and to his word for it that it was a back injury that caused him to stumble all over the turf on Sunday against the Bills and then come back in that game. And I, I, I believe, again, that when he was shaking his head and holding his head, that looked like a concussion to me. And I don't, and, and taking that stance calls essentially the Dolphins liars. And I honestly thought, again, call me naive, call me naive, Naive. I thought that Tua starting in that game meant that the independent investigation that the Players Association demanded and opened up as to how he wound up back on the field on Sunday had been wrapped up. Because why else would he be allowed to play in that game Thursday night if they didn't get the answers that they needed to make sure outside of, again, Dr. Alan Sills, the chief medical officer of the NFL, saying that he was, in fact, looked at every single day that week and there were no signs of a concussion. But we find out over the weekend that the independent neurologist who, along with the Miami Dolphins team doctor, were the ones who said, yeah, Tua, that's a back injury. You can go back on the field. The Players Association interviewed that individual Friday and announced on Saturday that they fired him, as is their right to fire an independent neurologist. And I'm thinking to myself, how the hell was Tua allowed to play on Thursday night if that investigation was still open? And then we find out subsequently that investigation wound up with the Players Association feeling so dissatisfied with the independent neurologist answer, they told him, you're fired. So does that mean that Tua did have a concussion on Sunday? It is entirely possible, again, that Tua did not have a concussion on Sunday. It was a back injury all along. And then on Thursday night, he suffered a dreadful concussion. Is it possible that he had a concussion on Sunday, said it was his back, that's how he got back in the game? Yeah. Is it possible that he said, on Sunday, it's my back, he still had a concussion too, and that's how he wound up back in the game because they're like, yeah, okay, it's your back, we get it. And he passed whatever baseline tests that you do on the spot because the baseline tests aren't, as Albert Breer said moments ago, they're not sticking them in a tube. You got to do this fast because the game's ticking, clock's ticking. I just don't understand how if there was an investigation demanded and opened, it wasn't completed in time for Thursday? That you're like, we'll just send him out there. Well, how do you send him out there if the investigation is still open? What if the investigation finds out, yeah, he did have a concussion Sunday? So that's my opinion as well. And I know we're talking about gross motor functions and gross motor inabilities and things of that nature and how that's a loophole and that needs to be closed. How about this? If the Players Association demands an investigation as to whether somebody was concussed or the concussion protocol was not followed, then that player is officially out until the investigation is complete. How about that? Isn't that simple? Seems like it. Well, I mean, you could say, well, that means investigations won't be opened. Well, yeah, they should. If we're talking about this sort of seriousness, again, I I was just gobsmacked when I found out they investigate. They spoke to the independent neurologist as Tua was home. 
after getting concussed so bad, the fencing response was had his hands in a way I've never seen before. I know they they go up. I've never seen his fingers like anybody's fingers like that. So they had still not talked to that neurologist yet. And then, it, and then the answers are so unsatisfactory. They fired him. That one I don't get. And one last thing. If fans who are outraged about this, and I think that's most fans, don't be outraged when your player is out of the game. Your team's chances of winning get lessened because the new concussion protocol means if you're stumbling around, you're out. That's it. Oh, game over. That's it. Don't get upset about that because that day is coming. And I think that that day is coming starting Thursday, week five. These new rules are going to be put in place. So, like I said, I, I, I think there should be a new rule. A, an investigation's opened, player involved, whose concussion is being investigated, and the protocol surrounding it is being investigated. That guy's out until that report is in and seen by everybody. And to everyone's satisfaction, the case is closed. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Jeff in Detroit's been waiting two-plus hours. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Unc? How are you? Well, uh, What's up, Jeff? Let me get you off a of speaker. Listen, first of all, I'd like to tell Roku thank you because I was under the assumption that I had to do a lot to get on. Dude, I just put the app on my phone. That's it. And you can continue as a guest, so it was really, really easy for me to get on and – uh. Get in, con- get in contact with the show, dude. It-, it was really, really nice. Fantastic. Now, to the matter at hand, my Detroit Lions, <laughs> you know, I- I- I'm-, I'm to the point now that the Detroit Lions are kind of like <clears throat> a 69 Yinko Camaro, and it has the 427 motor in it. And you're wondering how you pull up next to a Malibu and a Malibu beats you. And all of these other cars that you know that you're faster than continuously beat you. That's just how I feel. I honestly feel that way. Well, you're going to be taking on uh, a zappy jalopy next week, potentially. Um, or a well, Hoyer jalopy, right? Or or what would you say, uh, a zappy a zappy car? Some Not sort exactly of zappy car? Jalopy. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you, too. I shouldn't say the word jalopy. But compared yeah. to the, the the Detroit offense, right, yeah. right, yes. Okay. I have a question for you. I also had a discussion with my friends about how much emphasis should be placed on a kicker, and I got to thinking: outside of a quarterback, there is nobody that can win you or lose you. One singular person that is more important to a game than a kicker. You think about last year's playoffs. How many teams? got kicked out of the uh, playoffs, literally, or kicked into the playoffs. I mean, last just yesterday, how many kickers won the game for their teams? Oh, I'm with you. Team? I'm with you. I'm with you. And thanks for the call, Jeff, My in goodness. Detroit. I, yeah, I know. To answer his question, uh, is there a, um, a player that can win you or lose your game in a, in a drop of a hat? Um, I've got two words for you. Aroldis Chapman. <laughs> cool. Or Craig Kimbrell, for those out here in Los yeah, Angeles. That's yeah. a four-letter word to a lot of the Dodger fans right now. Him with his arm up yeah, there, like they're like, take that perch somewhere <laughs> else, pal. It worked in 2018. That's all. It, that's all it cares and matters to you. 
All right, it's a Monday. Chris Brockman has the floor for Overreaction Monday. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. Christopher. Hey, guys. What's happening? TJ, congrats. Your team is good again. And Cooper Rush should be the starter until he plays poorly in a loss. TJ, you want to handle that one? Hey, you know, at this point, Brother Brockman, I'm for best man up. And if Cooper Rush is the best man for the job, then keep the job. I don't believe he is better than Dak. I just want to win football games. I don't care who's out there doing it. I will say this. Nice. I will say this. Don't rush it. Don't rush. Oh. So tight. rush, that, we trust. By that, by that, I mean, don't rush Dak. What's the rush? Yeah, what is the rush? He's 3-0. I, yeah. would, I would play him here in, in Los Angeles. Oh, Cooper Rush should 1,000% start this game. Because the last thing I want to do... Uh, look, look, it up, look it up. How many hands has Aaron Donald's helmet caused to blow up in his career? <laughs> Drew Brees will Drew, raise his throwing hand Drew on that Brees one. Was one. I don't know if that's a quantifiable. Stat, I don't know if you can look it up, yeah. but I I would take Dak's hand and keep it as far away from Aaron Donald's helmet as possible. Because Aaron Donald, oh, Aaron Donald's helmet has has created so much havoc, oh, and I don't mean I, well, I don't mean like a Bengals practice havoc. I mean I mean follow through. Because he's right in the quarterback's face all the time. he's in the kitchen all day. Don't rush it. So I'll call that an overreaction, but for the moment I'll say, what's the big deal? Keep going. Certainly this week against the Rams. Yeah. I mean, wait till he loses. Gallup's back. He's throwing a gallop. Hey, man. Like I said, it's a great situation to be. Great problem to have. Great problem to have. What's next? Uh, Staying in that NFC East, I think they're going to get three playoff teams. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, the I will say that's an overreaction right now. It's <laughs> There's so only tough. two losses I, on the board there. I know. You got four and oh, three and one and three and one. How about them apples? Yeah, man. Three playoff teams. Uh, I'll just say it's an overreaction. Run down the other divisions. Where are the playoff teams coming from? Um, I think there's one going to come from the north. Potential two. Uh, another one from the north. Another one from the west. And then, and then, the, and then, and then one, one from the, the east. I think one, one, and one. I, I don't think the I don't think the north and the or the west is going to get shut out. Certainly, if the Vikings are going to get like the Lions handing him a game one week, and then the football gods double doinking in London, <laughs> you know, I mean, they just they're three and one. They, they keep on, hey man, that. they keep on keeping on, and they got the Bears in their house next. So. I'll say that's an overreaction for the moment. Three and three from one division is a tough, is a tall order, Nordberg. It's funny that uh, we heard from Matt Rule earlier because I had written this while my email was sent 13 hours ago. Uh, Baker Mayfield won't finish the year as the Panthers starting quarterback. I think that's a, that's that sounds like an overreaction, but if Darnold comes back healthy and Baker is struggling like this and Rule has got to try something, push some button, do Save something, yeah. right? Or does he pull like a Bobby Petrino and start pig suing for uh, for Nebraska right around like uh, week ten? He's just showing up with ears of corn. At the, yeah, know, right. Just handing. He's them on out. bussing hey. with the boys, talking hey. to Compton. Right, right. Right. As his entry interview. <laughs> right. Is Will the final line of defense there for the who gets the job? Uh, there? It certainly doesn't look like year ten's happening. Betting process. Yeah. You know? All right. Uh, here's one, and this is mainly just for me, maybe, but. I think we all owe Gino and the Seahawks a big apology. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. 
Like, number five on my list of the most surprising aspects of the season through one of the top five surprises of the 2022 season? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just me because I said they would be first on the clock in, in April. That ain't happening. Yeah, he's uh, pounding that team. That's really, not happening. They're pretty good. They play fun games. Hey, man. By hey, the way, you know what's next for hey, them? Hey, man. They scored 48 yesterday. Seattle is just like, we'll just go anywhere. <laughs> we'll do any. We'll play anybody at any time. They're in New Orleans next week. They're going to win that game. I. Well, how do you say they can't? Because Geno's completing 77% of his passes. And New Orleans, I'm sure, has got a cart in case DK's got to go. You know? <laughs> I can't get enough of that. I mean, DK has 150 yards receiving and a cart. Hey, now. You What's know? wrong with that? Could, the time was of the essence, Rich. He didn't have time the, to like do that shuffle. That clinch what? walk wouldn't have made wouldn't it. Have made DK it. He, about, the he confirmed it. <laughs> he confirmed it. All right, Lamar, you need to confirm it next. Hey, like, man. come on. We're They're being taking honest. carts to go, you know, number, you're going potty? Time is of the essence. He didn't have time to wait. Get him in not, there and get him back out there. And they're not you dropping know? footballs. They're not dropping games. <laughs> they're dropping wolf bait. The kids at the pool. That's it. That's the only thing they're dropping right <laughs> my now. Goodness. Oh, wolf my bait. Goodness. What is happening? By the way, Rich, you see him Bill Belichick show. looking over Brockman's shoulder I can see right it. now? Oh, yeah. You know? Tell make him to do his job. What make else sure you got? his job is done. Oh, what else you got? Uh, despite his three picks, by the way, no pass of Kenny Pickett's hit the ground. He was 7 of 10. 7 to his team, 3 to the other team. The Steelers are Kenny Pickett's team now. Uh, I think you gotta. I think you gotta. See. Deontay Johnson said after the game, obviously we're in a rebuilding year and we're gonna move forward with Kenny Pickett. What are you gonna do? Go back to Trubisky? Got to. He sounds like again. He's a hostage right now, Trubisky. And, he wants, they, and Tomlin says he wants volunteers. Hey, speaking of hostages, Chris. So is now Pickett walk into Trubisky and go look at me? Yeah, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. Now. Hey, look, Tomlin <laughs> could <laughs> easily reinsert Trubisky and say, "I'm Mike Tomlin. This is my ship." That's I just true. thought Tom we needed. The ultimate I captain. thought we needed a spark, and and we're putting Trubisky back in, and and Mitch, despite him, which is why Trubisky didn't just go all full ham after the game yesterday. Trubisky's also a captain. I understand that, so he he could easily get handed the reins back to this team, and um, and then Steeler fans are howling like they're yelling at Coach Dale, <laughs> and Coach is like, "I got my guys on the floor," yeah. but I think it. It is time for Pickett. Let's see what you got. What else you got? Uh, I don't think he Give should. Him a shot. I don't Give think he should shot. be fired. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I mean, I do like calling for people's jobs, but not not this particular one. But Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, excuse me, did cost the Ravens a win. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Well, they lost. I know they did, so. but it's a team effort, and he tried. Man, the play worked. Boy, the it play was picked off. Worked. The play worked. Initially, guys wide open. Lamar just had a guy in his face, didn't see him. And then Lamar made the mistake of thinking, I got to get points out of this because it's fourth down. Instead, you just throw it out of the back of the end zone and then let your defense do the work. So there were just tons of mistakes. And you could say he shouldn't have run that risk, just skip the three points and try and win the game. Again, we're still lionizing Brian Dayball to this moment. That two-point conversion that he went for in Tennessee that hit is part of the reason why the, the Giants are three and one and feeling great about themselves right now. Playoff team. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, come on. What else you got over there? You got one more? I have two more, actually. Okay. Uh, the best team in football played last night on Sunday Night Football, guys. The Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, they certainly looked like it, but you got to go. I, I got I to gotta take the Eagles over them right now, don't you? Uh, really? I don't know. You put them above them in the power rankings? No, the Eagles are kind of 
beaten up on. How about this? Let's put a pin in that. Two weeks from now, Buffalo's at Kansas City. Let's see what's what. Okay. Buffalo at Kansas City? Buffalo at Kansas City. Their spot where they can't win. (laughs) Right. Or haven't been able to in a while. They're going to play a full game, 60 minutes, not 59. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. What else you got? Last one. Uh, someone with this is mostly just for you because you know you're you're down with the Raiders. So, someone with one win through four weeks is going to make the playoffs. I agree with you absolutely. I think that is not an overreaction. This league is nuts. All right, so here are this your one win teams. Here are your one win teams. Raiders, Patriots made the playoffs last year. They have won. Steelers made the playoffs last year. They have won. Colts, Raiders have one win. The Commanders have one win. The Lions have one win. They're a fun team. Panthers and Saints have one win. And as of right now, the 49ers have one, right? The 49ers have one win. I'll still say, okay, although that that list is, uh, I'd pass on that menu right now. I mean, your main main guys are, you know, Niners, Raiders. What a terrible loss by the Colts. Colts. What a brutal one at home. You know, Tennessee is now dug out of the hole as well, just like Cincinnati. Yeah. But I'll say for the moment, that's not an overreaction. Just because I'm just going to lean on the air uh, uh, on the side of this league is nuts. This league is nuts. All right. Another wacky sound. Another overreaction Monday right here on hey. the show. Yeah. Let's take a break. Let's take phone calls. And there's a phone call TJ have been trying to avoid taking, but we'll have to unfortunately think, take it I think before I know which one we depart. Don't move. This should be fun. Certainly since my team's in the playoffs <laughs> and at home already. Yeah, my team's also in It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Pickleball I, I have a pickleball injury, and I fought through it this entire time. My right arm from, from, from my elbow down to my wrist is very sore. <laughs> you and Tom Brady. Very sore. Their, their Two Michigan arms. guys, yeah. Hurting Two Michigan guys. Arms. And my nickname on the pickleball court is, in fact, La Cucaracha. Fact. Look it up. So, 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 where am I going to look at that? <laughs> so, Josh, Josh Norman goes and runs with the Bulls, and he gets El Sacador. Yes, El Sacador. plays pickleball, and he gets the cockroach. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. You can't kill me off. You cannot kill me off. That makes sense. That's like Roku. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're everywhere. We're like we're like Whataburger. <laughs> what is happening? TJ, I tried to avoid this. Oh, I mean, I, look, I knew this was coming. Allen Atlanta, you're I knew on this the Rich was coming. Show. What's up, Al? Al, oh, my man. Good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> Al, why are you so happy, Al? Why are you so happy? Oh, I, I was planning on coming in hot, singing my remix to Meet the Mets, making jokes about elves losing their cookies. And then I was watching the game, and you know the Mets took an early lead, so yep. I started like I started to really ponder and really think, oh man, like I might have to be a Met for a day. But then I also realized, no, I'm not worried. This is just normal. This is what the Braves do. They this is not what you do, Al. For themselves. Well, just actually make Mets life fans miserable, and you know, flip the script at the very end of a very long they did successful win the World season. Series last year, yeah, yeah, last year they did. But didn't Chipper Jones name his kid Shea because he was so terrific there? Yeah, yeah well, Chipper okay. ain't playing. Okay, well, there's a lot of other guys playing. So Al, do you, you've got the. So do you have to do something for Al now because the Braves won the season series against the Mets? Well, I mean, all? I technically don't. What do you mean? You never because agreed to anything? I agreed to something, but I am no longer involved in the uh, forum that would allow me to pay off the bet. Oh. So, sorry. I, 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 been, his account's uh, been suspended on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. So, sorry. It's on Twitter. Yeah. So what? What else can we come up with? Instagram, Instagram. Instagram. Well, no, we can't change a bet now. Now that I mean, well, look, no, it just no, is no, what no, it is. I didn't think you were going to get yourself banned. You no, just did that on purpose. Now, wow. Oh, did you get Ow. banned on purpose? So we have to change our down. avatar for twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, why did you change your Instagram yeah. avatar for twenty four hours? Well, what? Because Instagram wasn't the bet. That was wow. Twitter. I think you should have to do. I mean, Ow. I would have done it too. That's messed up. But that's out of my hands. You got to talk to you know the powers that be. What'd you say, Al? I've started the movement to free two jiggy. <laughs> My we'll be back on Twitter hopefully soon, and you'll have to pay up. It's oh, okay. I'll pay up for sure, but I, I don't think, think we, I'm ever going back. I think I need to uh, get this account unsuspended just so you could pay off this bet to Al in Atlanta. And then get it back suspended the next yeah, day. Suspended again. <laughs> yeah. Give him a 24 hour reprieve. Al, my apologies. I 1,000% so will get suspended again, so that's why I'm not going back. Mm. Sorry. Oh, but Al, hey, man, you guys did your thing. I, I don't feel as though. Look, you guys are the defending champions. You're a great oh, team. It is, it is. That's not what you were saying back in the, in the summer. Yeah, I said I think we spring. could win the World Series. Yeah, yeah, where's the trumpets? Where's the trumpets? Why are you, why are you trumpets? talking what like our season's out? over? We then have a better team. record than the Yankees, and we're in the playoffs. Well, the Yankees are already in the second round. You can enjoy that's the fine. San Diego and also, Padres. I never gave up on my team all year like you did. I didn't so give up the team, did. not even once. You know, not even you know once. how microphones work, right? The things you say get recorded. Al, I'm sorry that you you won the bet. And Twitter has decided to treat uh, TJ like he's an insurrectionist yeah, and he man. can't pay his bet now. So I apologize for that. But shout to out you. to Al. You won the bet. I give you the props. The Braves beat us 10 to 9. 
uh, in the season series. I so know. You won the bet. But this is out of my hands. Al, yeah. thanks for the call. <laughs> thanks for the call. There's Al in Atlanta. You're the man, Al. Oh, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> he owes you five dollars from a bet in the in in the draft. I think it's TJ. actually, it's I think it's 20, actually twenty dollars. Yeah. He owes you twenty. You, he still hasn't paid you the twenty. No, never will. And now you and now you're telling Alan Atlanta I can't change my avatar to a Braves logo for twenty four hours because I don't have an avatar anymore because they Twitter's treating me like an insurrectionist. You know what it is, right? And no, I. I <laughs> Good Lord. You know what it is. Yeah, you're taking. You, yeah, DeZone got upset yeah. that you're starting taking the videos off the television it's screen. It's more than that, man. You're no, ripping they're video. Trying keep, they're trying you're, to keep the black man down. That's what it is. It's what's Twitter. Well, then we need to. We need to. We Racist. need to. We need to change this. That's that, that's my stand this week. Now, while we got the mask. I don't know how that fits in this category or this conversation. We're going to get you to Twitter. Back. We're going to get him out. I'm on. I'm on at two jiggy right now. Still, Jason in Miami. Let's sneak in his call. Jason, I got about 20 seconds 30 seconds for you what's up sir what's up guys how you guys doing what's up, Jay? Well, it's been about a year since i called you um so i gotta talk fast i really was coming for tj what's up? um rich i know you you just won and i'm happy for you but i have a dilemma how can i get the steelers to lose but keep mike tomlin's record above 500 I, I, i'm, I'm struggling with that mm, that's a can, tough one since they're kind of attached at the hip yeah, jason that, hey Jay. do us a favor call call back tomorrow jason i'm sorry to just take your call so quickly towards the end of the show but i just want to make sure i give everyone their money's worth yeah, hit goodbye. Uh, i'm on westwood one tonight um in the uh, host chair pre-game halftime niners and rams tomorrow's show rg3 will be hey, joining us i'm right. griffith oh boy his uh, twitter feed in well, fuego Oh, my God. And so RG3 is part of the ESPN coverage of the game tonight. I Something want to thank- happened on Twitter? I missed that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll keep you up to speed. <laughs> Who thanks you got tonight? To, thanks to Chris Long and Albert Breer. I have the ramps tonight. I have the ramps tonight. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And we're back on the Roku channel in a moment. 